So here's what it's like living with ADHD. And I only figured this out much older in my life. It was quite old, um, but I did have a lot of, I was in and out of special ed when I was a kid. And, um, you know, I'm old now, so like in my 40s. And then the, the problem was, is that medication, you know, lots of people don't sort of prescribe medication or it's not recommended later on in life, or at least that's what the sort of negotiation happened between me and my physician. So I don't take anything. Um, so here's the thing with it, right? And this is what it's like, is you don't have very good working memory. So which means in the short term, you forget all sorts of things and it's incredibly frustrating so um and it and it sort of bleeds into many different areas right it's not just like one particular thing but this is to give you an example if i have a routine and that routine is the same thing every day then then i work pretty good my functioning is is pretty good that nothing happens but if something changes just out of the ordinary, I am a complete shamble. It is kind of bizarro. So yesterday, uh, my car, or we're taking our car into the shop and it needed to be there an extra day. Well, they gave me a loaner car. And as a consequence, um, I have been Going back and forth, so what ends up happening is, so you will forget all sorts of different things that just drive you nuts. Like last night, um, I was going to work out and I had to do about four or five trips to the car because I kept forgetting different aspects uh, or different things. So I would go to, you know, I'd go to, to get changed. I realized that, man, I didn't, I, I, I forgot my, you know, I forgot my workout clothes. And I go, go back and get that. And then I'd go back and then I realized, man, I forgot my water. And I go back and get that. And it was just like repeated set of occurrences. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is this morning, I thought I'd be able to, you know, just go into work. Um, and but the thing is, I forgot my parking pass in the other car. And so now I've got to go to the dealership and get my parking pass. And then um, then I realized that I forgot my the, the little button to open up, um, open up the car door in my wife's car. So then that's in my wife's car because you switch cars. But you could see that it compounds into many different things, all sorts of areas of life. And it's not only that, but it really plays emotionally on you, right? Like you're thinking of all sorts of different things, like, why can't I get this done? Um, you know, this is pathetic, like just all sorts of things that is, is kind of, um, you know, just kind of beats you up in many different areas, right? Whereas somebody that had, and, and you know, I live with people that don't have it, and I realize what it's actually like, that they can remember things. Like, I'm like, how do you even remember any of that kind of stuff? And I can't even come close to remembering some of the things, um, you know, and it's not just a, a female-male thing, right? Like with my wife, but, you know, my, my one son just remembers stuff. And I'm like, I 
don't know how you even come close to remembering any of those details and that kind of stuff. So um, the other, you know, names, for example, are good luck. Um, I will never remember somebody's name very well, right? Like it's not something that comes to, it's not easy to remember any of that stuff. And it's not lack of trying, you know, try all those kind of things, but I just forget, try all the sort of tricks and things like that, but you just forget it. And, um, you know, here's the harder part, I think, is that society thinks that you should remember everything, right? And if you don't remember those things, then you're somehow problematic, right? Like the idea that um, you have to remember names, for example, and remember everybody's names, like that is stupid. It's just not physically possible for many of us that um, live in this world, right? And and the idea that you're somehow not good at your job if you don't remember names, like I get that all the time. You should remember all of your students' names. Well, I, it's just, I, it's not physically possible for me to remember my students' names. It might be easy for somebody to go in and spend a little bit of time and remember their names, somebody that doesn't have this. But um, for me, it's just physically not possible, right? And there's all sorts of things. And it's kind of, here's the the, the difficulty with it, it's kind of um, a hidden disability, right? Like the, uh, I don't like the term disability. I actually despise the term disability, but it's something that you cope with, that you deal with, that is hidden to the rest of the world. And they think of you as kind of a normal, high-functioning human being, but you have this, right? You have all of the stuff that come with that. And um, you know, to me, I always just kind of think that that I'm just kind of disorganized and things like that, or that's the perception that everybody gives you. You're just disorganized. You don't know what you're doing. Um, you're lazy. That's like, that's a big thing. Or, you, you know, you can't get out the door. Um, you know, all of these things. And when I was told that, right, like when I, when I discovered that I had uh, ADHD and it was the first time that I mean I, I literally had a, a mental breakdown from it um, I just remember sobbing I remember crying um, when I found this out and it was because all of these demands all of this stuff that's thrown on you to you know, make you think that you should be somehow perfect. And my career is awful for that. Um, as a professor, we have unbelievable expectations that we should know everything. Um, we should know all the ins and outs of, you know, thousands of students, for example, like um, at, at the end of the at the end of the day, I've seen thousands of students, and I should know all of their names. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm somehow imperfect. That I should know, um, you know, I should have my act together to be able to publish research at an unbelievable rate. Like all of these things, it was just such an emotional burden, and I still feel it to this day. Um, you know, I carry this. And it's something that I've learned to deal with. But at the same time, um, people don't understand what you're going through with it. They don't sort of see how difficult it actually is. I, I know I have pretty, 
I think I have pretty high intelligence without it. Um, but, you know, with it, like, imagine writing, and this is what writing is actually like, right? So I write all the time, but I will write a sentence, and then I'll forget about what I actually wrote in that previous sentence, and then I have to try to string it together, or reading is horrendous for me, and I hate reading, I will read um, a paragraph, and then it just disappears, and I can't remember what that paragraph was, and I have to reread it, and reread it, and reread it, and, you know, the world thinks that you're not good when you have to do that. I remember, like, just being the slowest reader and struggling with it. I hated speaking in front of the class, um, or reading in front of the class. Absolutely hated it, because I can never get my words out. And, um, gosh, I just remember that, like, how challenging that was, and yet I'm doing this for a career. It's, it's crazy. But I just want you to know that um, if you're dealing with this, if you're going through this, just try to give yourself some, whew, you know, try to really work through it and, and be okay with who you are. Um, that's just who you are, right? And you deal with all sorts of stuff. Um, and, and that's okay, right? Like you have to be okay with who you are and dealing with who you actually are. Um, that's what I wanted to say is just be okay with who you are and keep being you. You're good enough. All right. Take care and have a wonderful day.